0: magic lamp. wonder what happens when I rob it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads.
1: You could have just wished for Bus Rapid Transit and
0: gotten all these things with one wish.
2: Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about Bus Rapid Transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit.
1: Good morning it is Tuesday, April 25th six minutes after nine you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels and we're glad you're joining us this morning. So last night at bedtime I tucked myself into bed. I got my iPad out, put my headphones in and went to pull up tucker carlson but there wasn't tucker carlson fox news shocked the media world yesterday morning with a statement announcing that their top-rated host they have agreed to part ways of course this just came a week after the network's 787 million dollar defamation settlement with dominion voting systems
0: Okay, so I have said this for many years, and it once again has been proven correct that in the history of this business, Casey, there was only one guy that was actually bigger than the business, as in like the business will never be the same after this guy left. And that guy was Rush Limbaugh. And I think you have seen as stations across this country have struggled mightily during that time slot since Rush passed away to fill that void talk radio was changed dramatically during the rush limbaugh time slot because he was the only person in the history of the business to be bigger than the business now of course i'm talking about radio but television is basically the same and there are a lot of people who are very upset today that tucker carlson is not on fox news but fox news and just like television as a collective is much bigger than one individual remember when o'reilly got ran out oh my gosh how will fox news ever survive bill o'reilly who was the staple of fox news for 20 years and it did they put tucker carlson in and voila he was just as big as big as bill o'reilly if not bigger and he was the new guy so yes people are very upset And they're saying, this will be the decline of Fox News, and this will be the end of Fox News, and this was about this, and this was about that, and we get into that if you want. But in the history of media, there are very few people who were bigger than the business, and the business, quote, wouldn't survive without them. Tucker Carlson, while very beloved, Mm -hmm. and did a great job in many cases, not that guy.
1: So you think that Fox will be okay? They'll take a little stumble? But eventually they'll get back on their feet.
0: I think I think Fox made a is a business, and ultimately, in any business, they are driven by business decisions. We're getting ready for the NFL draft. Look at the NFL draft. There are certain players. The in fact, a, a, the a, the guy who when the draft started, a lot of people thought might be the number one pick is a guy named Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter is a defensive tackle from Georgia. He is a level of good I can't even begin to describe. He's also a personal nightmare. However, as I just said, he's a level of good I can't begin to describe. So despite the fact that he has numerous, not even red flags, I'm talking burning sun heat level of flags, that guy's going to go in the top 10 because from a business perspective, his talent is worth the potential drama that comes with him. If it were anybody else, you would not take him in the top ten because the the talent is not. What does
1: what you say? The juice is not worth the squeeze. The PETA level. Yeah. What what is that for those listening at home? In your PETA level. Your pain in the. You know what needs to be lower than your worth.
0: And so what Fox News made a decision on, because they are a business, they are a mega corporation, they exist to make money, is that the drama that comes with Tucker Carlson now related to this Dominion lawsuit in which it was pretty clear Tucker Carlson allowed things to go on the air that he did not necessarily believe and they were very serious things and these are based on text messages that he sent. Mm -hmm. They said this is no longer worth having this person around. Now again, I know many people are big Tucker Carlson fans and he's a great broadcaster and he's very entertaining and he will go somewhere else and he will help whoever he's with because he draws a crowd. But Fox, from a business perspective, and if you're an investor in Fox, that's what you want them to make. Business, not political decisions. They said we can find somebody else.
1: Yeah. So the Fox top brass worried about ongoing liability risks, and he may have had more power than what they were willing to risk.
0: Right. And you look at the same day Tucker Carlson was let go on the other end of the spectrum, Don Lemon flushed out at CNN.
1: You know, I'm going to say this jokingly, but poor Don Lemon, on the one day you think that his firing would dominate the headlines, he got beat by Fox again.
0: Yeah. yeah I just, so Don Lemon is almost like the bizarro world Tucker Carlson, in which Don Lemon was there solely for political purposes purposes. There's nothing about Don Lemon, the ratings, you know, he's not this magnanimous figure, he's not a beloved figure in the industry, he's not a likable person. He was there solely for political purposes. And finally CNN, much like with Tucker Carlson, made a business decision that said this guy is crushing us and we can't hide him. We tried to hide him in the mornings. He failed in the evenings we can't hide this guy anywhere. He got to go. And so two networks, different circumstances, but ultimately came to the same conclusion from a business perspective. This person is not worth keeping around.
1: Okay. So Don Lemon tweeted out that he was terminated by CNN. And then just moments later, CNN refuted that saying that is inaccurate. So who do you believe less CNN or Don Lemon, which tweet was true?
0: Um, Let's circle back here to pull a Jen Saki phrase, um, if we may, to Trump talking about Tucker Carlson, um, because it's interesting. Some of the text messages weren't, I believe, overly flattering about Trump that Tucker had sent out, yet publicly, he seems to have been pretty chummy and supportive with the president. Uh, Trump did an interview, former president, Trump did an interview with Newsmax, I think it was last night, and got asked about Tucker getting let go.
2: It's good to see you. My honor.
0: So, Tucker Carlson was sitting here two weeks ago interviewing you. He's gone. What
2: do you make of that? Well, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. Uh, He's a very good person, a very good man, and very talented, as you know. And he had very high ratings. So, uh, we're just learning about it almost as we speak. You and I just said, wow, that was something. That's a big one. Uh, I don't know if it was voluntary or was it... Uh, somebody fired. But I think Tucker's been uh, terrific. He's been, especially over the last year or so, he's been terrific to me.
0: There's a lot of turmoil over there, at Fox. I mean, 787 yeah. they just paid. Why would they get rid of a guy who's performing? Why would somebody do that to their business? The, the, the um, moral of this story and Casey, you are a little more seasoned than me in this business. Just by a day or two. You have been, in, unlike me, you have been in upper management in this business on a large scale. And you know this better than I do. And you can say, Rob, you're totally out in the left field if you, if you say this. But there are many people who have entered this business and have ascended in this business believing they are bigger than the business itself. Yeah. Let's take WIBC, for example. You may have seen our ratings. They're very good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're number one. Yeah. You may have seen that. Yeah. You may have seen how well we're doing. However, I am not naive enough to think that if I left here tomorrow either by choice or by force, the WIBC, a heritage radio station that has been around for 80 plus years now and has employed some of the greatest broadcasters in the history of the city, would cease to exist. Would there be people who would be disappointed? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Might the ratings be hurt in some capacity? Yes, absolutely. However... I have been humbled enough in this business to understand, and the Tucker Carlson thing should be a reminder to any person in this business that you are not bigger than the business itself, and you can be replaced if you don't do your job to the standards your employer has set for you.
1: Yeah, you got to meet expectations as everybody is replaceable. Uh, Many people are saying that Don Lemon is done. But Tucker is just beginning. And sidebar, if you had any news to dump, yesterday would have been a great Yo, day to do that, it. Because this was dominating every headline. All right, let's
0: take a break. When we come back, Biden, I guess, this morning announced he's running for re-election.
1: He did. It was a three-minute video. <laughs> I tried to do the counting. It had about 199 edits in it.
0: And you called it, case, I give you full credit on this. The, pre- the sitting president of the United States who anytime he calls a press conference, has the eyes of the nation upon him, waived his right to have every single eyeball in the entire nation upon him to announce his re-election, and did it early in the morning in the worst way possible. You get full credit. You totally called this because he can't. they were worried he could not give the speech.
1: Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about that coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Minutes after nine, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and a playful Ron DeSantis responding to a reporter who asked how he feels about falling behind Trump in the polls. And here's what Ron DeSantis had to say
0: Governor, you show you falling
1: behind the, the Trump? Any thoughts on that? I'm not, I'm not a candidate, so we'll see if, uh, if and when that changes. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this video of him when he answered, but he kind of does this neck bob thing. And it's really reminiscent of Ronald Reagan to me. Uh Oh, And a lot of people are just editing that portion of his answer and really making fun of him because it it really did not look very presidential when he answered the question. So I I don't know. Maybe Ron DeSantis isn't planning on running. Oh,
0: Casey. Is that naive? Yeah. You're too smart for that. (laughs) I mean, look, he answered the question perfectly. I'm not running for president. Why are we talking about how I'm polling in the presidential race when I'm not running for president? He's not spending any money running for president. He's not campaigning for president. When he declares he's running for president, here is when we will start caring. He will declare. A week later, polls will begin to come out. After his bump, he will receive declaring he's running for president. Then we will have an idea. Is the race very close? Does Trump still have a sizable lead? How does Ron DeSantis roll out his presidential announcement? Then we'll go from there. Until then, this is stupid. Yeah. He's not even running.
1: Well, that's what he said. I'm not running for president. This is the equivalent
0: of in the Indianapolis mayor's primary, which is coming up, going, wow, Rob, you got smoked by Jefferson Shreve and Abdul in the vote total. (laughs) But I'm not running for the mayor of India. Yeah, but you got smoked. This this is stupid.
1: Okay, well, we'll see how he announces if and when he does, if it will be in video like Biden, which we'll get to in just a minute. Also trending this morning, Ed Sheeran, he's been accused of copying Marvin Gaye's song, Let's Get It On, and now there is a trial for it. Jury selection has begun in the trial, and Ed Sheeran, he argues that this is just a typical chord progression. So... With his many talents, I have asked Kevin to grab oh. the hook of both songs. Great. So we can see, Perfect. what do we think? Did Ed Sheeran borrow Marvin Gaye's chord yes. Progression, or are they just completely different? Darling, I will be loving you till we're 17. What do you think? You be the judge. Okay, so
0: a couple things. One, I was told very early on in my radio career by one of my mentors, plagiarism is the greatest form of flattery. And what that person meant by that is everybody comes and is is inspired by Mm -hmm. something. Right. Right. Everybody, in this case in our business, grew up listening to someone or someone's plural by which they kind of molded their tone, their tenor, the way they broadcast. Music is the same way. And there are only so many chords to actually be able to play. This to me is just completely ridiculous, but I've seen le- more ridiculous when in a court of law, so who knows?
1: Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with Ed Sheeran on this, that there there aren't any new ideas you're inspired by. It is a typical chord progression, but the heirs of Marvin Gaye say that it has striking similarities uh, and overt common elephants, elements that uh, amount to copyright infringement. I
0: mean, this is not Vanilla Ice uh, The uh, when he's obviously lifting off the david bowie sample queens song i mean it's it's not that is it similar yes but in the history of music again there's only so much stuff how many stuff how much stuff is similar to someone else's stuff yeah
1: also trending this morning the avon marching black and gold they're going to be one of 10 bands to perform in the 24 macy's thanksgiving day parade 25 minutes after 9, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So President Biden says that he's going to seek a second term in office. He confirmed that this morning with a three-minute video that he released, I believe, around 8 a.m. this you morning. Totally, a.m. You
0: totally called it, Casey. Yeah. You were so on on this. And your reasoning behind it is perfect, and you're totally right. The President of the United States, who if the President says... At 2 o'clock this afternoon, I'm going to make a major announcement to the nation. You have the ability to have every news agency in the country, conservative, liberal, whatever, at your beck and call, and then the entire day in the lead-up to it, it would be talk radio, et cetera, talking about Joe Biden is making a major announcement. We believe he's running for president. The amount of earned media you could acquire... By going about it in that way, I'm not sure you could put a price. I mean, billions of dollars in earned media. For those who don't know, earned media is when we do this right here. Talk about mm-hmm. you and you don't have to pay for it. And yet he chose to forego that in lieu of an
1: early morning video dump. Yep, that's what it was. <laughs> Three minutes long. (laughs) I tried to count. It's edited very quick. There are some some really quick shots. And I believe there's about 199 edits in it. And typically, if you have a one-minute television commercial that has maybe 12 or 13 segments, it's called B-roll, that takes about an hour to two hours to produce. Wow! So a three-minute video... That would take three to six hours, mm-hmm. typically. Uh, this this one had to take quite a while with yeah. 199 edits. And they're pulling a lot of B-roll shots over the past two years. There's even a, a clip from when he was vice president. Oh. He's walking with Obama. There's shots of Kamala in it. Jill Biden is in it. Do we want to listen to sure? Just a, Let's a-
0: subject ourselves to that, please.
1: Okay, here's here's like the first part of the spot.
2: freedom (laughs) personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as americans there's nothing more important nothing more sacred that's been the work of my first term to fight for our democracy this shouldn't be a red revolution Protect our rights to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally, and that stop, everyone is given stop, a fair stop, shot.
0: Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Stop. You got to stop because I'm gonna have an aneurysm, Casey. He
1: takes a dig at MAGA Republicans in it, and when he says MAGA Republicans, it's a shot of DeSantis and Trump shaking hands.
0: What? Well, but 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 the the whole thing is about personal freedom. This is the guy who tried to get you fired if you didn't get an experimental vaccine. Mm-hmm. He's gonna talk. He has the audacity of the the first words out of his. M-
1: Tired old feeble mouth, mm-hmm. our per- personal freedom. Yeah. New poll came out that says 70% of people, not 70% of Republicans, not 70% of independents, 70% of all Americans do not want him to run again.
0: All right. uh, When we come back, Mike is going to join us. There is all sorts of drama going on with the libraries in Hamilton County. There are people very upset on the left that they're trying to make sure that books with uh, adult or pornographic content aren't exposed to children. The left is having an aneurysm over this. Mike is on the library board. We'll talk about it when we come back.
1: It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey, Rob. Yes, Casey. Here's a question for you. Oh, go. Great. Okay, imagine if you could get a 35% bonus when you invest your money. Yes, tell me more. What do you think? You like that idea? I love it. Okay, so if you invest $100,000, you get a $35,000 bonus. And if you invest $200,000, let's do the math, yeah, you get a $70,000 bonus. And you can learn how you can get a $35,000 bonus from Who? Bill Demery, your retirement guy.
0: We love Bill so much. By the way, hi, we're Kendall and Casey. We love Bill so much, we became clients too. And not only will you get a 35% bonus, you'll sleep well at night knowing your money is backed by an A-plus insurance company that's been in business for 140 years and has $2.5
1: trillion in assets. To learn how you could get your 35% bonus, call Bill Demery right now, 317-932-9912. That's 317-932-9912. Amen. Amen. It's time to go
2: to church. Amen. Here to preach to the choir from the bully pulpit, Pastor Micah Beckwith.
0: 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline. Joined by the conservative voice in the state of Indiana, Micah Beckwith. All right, Beckwith, I opened my internet browser today, and there's a bunch of parents in Hamilton County that say you're costing the taxpayers a gajillion dollars and making the library super confusing. What's going on?
2: Okay, first of all, it's not a bunch of parents It's a small, very small, loud (laughs) minority Like the left typically is Uh, We are I'm on the Hamilton County Library Board And we are working to move sexually explicit And inappropriate children's books Or books that are in the children's sections To the adult section And so Now, library staff is adamantly opposed to this. They don't want it because most of the staff are are left-leaning. And so they're slow walking it. And they're also saying it's going to cost $300,000 to do this. And (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, you open up a book that maybe a parent has an issue with. You just skim through it really quickly say okay yeah there's a few sexually in, inappropriate things in here okay we're just going to walk it over to the adult section put it in the adult section so now if mom and dad want to get the book through little jimmy or little Susie, they, they can we're not banning the books we're not we're not saying books aren't allowed to be here we're saying we're just going to make sure mom and dad actually know what's going into the hands of their little kids and they're not just stumbling across them accidentally in this seemingly innocent section of the library which is the kids section why why
0: would it why would it cost anything they already work there you're already paying them why would it cost anything
2: they're saying that it's going to take more time you're going to have to hire more staff it's gonna again they're slow walking this is this is their strategy what what, what do they
0: do all day anyway isn't that what they do aren't they librarians isn't their job their job to place
2: and maneuver the books you would think you would think i again it's it is it's a talking point and i've never heard so many leftists jump over themselves to become fiscal conservatives than i have uh in this in this instance all of a sudden they're all about fiscal conservatism uh and uh and so you would think that i was talking to uh you know uh massey congressman uh massey from kentucky there but it's it's one of those issues where they're just they're just disingenuous they want to be able to sexualize their children they want to be able to push this trans nonsense down a five-year-old's throat who doesn't know what they don't know yet. And they want to begin to uh, indoctrinate these kids with ideology. We're, we're fighting battles in education all around the state, both in the public schools and in the public libraries, because the Marxists and the leftists, they know how to win the future of any nation. You have to win the ideological wars with the children. And then in about 20 years, those children will grow up. To be voting members of the public, and then you will win the nation. That's why these battles are happening,
1: Micah. Surely, at a cost of three hundred thousand dollars, there must be thousands upon thousands upon thousands of inappropriate books, right? (laughs) That's that's what
2: that's what you would think. I mean, that's and and they're saying there's eighteen thousand books that are going to have to be reviewed, and out of those eighteen thousand books, they believe that eight thousand of them will fall into this. Inappropriate content category. <laughs> so, which, which I'm thinking to myself, eight thousand books that are inappropriate that are in the kids section right now. By your own admission, you're saying we've got a real problem here. But they're saying, oh well, anytime there's one cuss word, or anytime there's you know there's a girl in a swimsuit or something like that, which is stupid. That's not what we're saying. We're, we're actually working with legal counsel to make it very clear parameters on what falls into explicit sexual content that needs to be removed we're not going after books and please for the life of like i hear people say you're banning books you're banning books you're a nazi i'm like shut up we're not banning books we're literally moving them from one section of the library to another you can still get the book you little crybaby. so you know it's, boy you're being
0: very harsh this morning pastor <laughs>
2: these people, these people are absolute fools. I mean, that's really what they are. And you kind of, sometimes you have to call them out for what they are. And, and, and that's, and that's what they are. They're just being so foolish and they're disingenuous and they're trying to go to, they run the places like wish TV that won't tell the whole story. And they'll say, This is what's happening. They're banning books. They're burning books in a big bonfire out behind the library. And uh and that's not what's happening at all. Uh you are Micah Beck
0: with you are guests. We're talking about how the left is very angry at the uh as a member of the Hamilton County Library Board that you don't want kids to see or look at porn. Casey, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that Oh I thought you were waving frantically that you had something to add I'm sorry
2: No because I have a lot of
1: strong opinions about pornography But Micah when do you think you'll get Some sort of resolution on this well we 're
2: voting on the language uh, this Thursday uh, at the library board meeting so if you if you 're a conservative and you want to come out and support us we 'd appreciate that it's uh we 're at six fifteen uh, at the noblesville Library uh, this thursday and so uh, our our lawyers uh, are going to have some wording for us to review and go over and so we should hopefully at least get the uh, get the nuance out of the way because that's kind of the that's how the left kind of comes at this a lot of times they'll say well what's really pornography who gets to define pornography and to one person pornography may be you know a a girl in a swimsuit to another person pornography may not even be you know hardcore porn that we would know you know like it, they use all of these like these these very nuanced like well you might think but what if someone else doesn't think and so but you know as a society this is what i say i say well let's let's agree on the books that we agree on and then the books that we don't agree on, we'll still make them available for you, but we're going to put them in a section of the library where you have to just go as a parent and you have to go get them. And, and I, I think that's a great compromise. We're not asking to I, – I literally, literally, as a pastor, there are some books that I don't want to see in the library. I'm thinking, this is filth. No kids should ever stumble across this. I don't care how old they are. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying, listen, I'll, we'll protect your right to go and get that crap if you want to get the crap. But But let's not have it in the – Five-year-old section of the library. We can at least compromise on that, can't we? And the left doesn't want to compromise. They don't want to. They don't want to meet us in the middle.
0: Before we I talk about ask you about your Republican uh, buddies doing nothing on property taxes. Are, where are you? It sounded like there was a bird or something in the background. Did I hear that oh, right? I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Are you in I'm a outside. sanctuary? What are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm outside our church. I'm oh, just
0: walking around. It's <laughs> like, like you were maybe in a garden somewhere or something. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah. So let's, beautiful, morning. Let's, beautiful talk, morning. let's talk about this. There's three days left to go in session. You're mouthy Republican friends like Lucas and the rest of them who were very mean-spirited and saying all sorts of awful things about me. They've gone very quiet on this uh, property tax issue because, well, they said there was a plan, and how did I know there wasn't a plan? And now there appears to be no plan.
2: Well, what is this? The uh, least favorite part of your day? Yes, I hate when, it. When uh, you you were right, right? Well, and we, listen, I told you this back early on when you started sounding the alarm on this, Rob, I said, you're right. They don't have a plan, even though I like Jim and I think he does a lot of good things on a lot of issues – but they, they just didn't—they didn't know what to do. They—they—they're getting stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now, I think the easy thing is to fix it. I think I could fix it if I was a state legislature, if I was leading the legislature. I think we would have fixed it for sure. But they—they're—they're they're getting stuck with uh, you know the commissioners and the local community saying don't touch these property taxes because you're going to hurt our income, you're going to hurt our wealth. And and I think now's the season where every American has to tighten their belt because of the stupid economic policies of the Biden administration. Every American has to tighten their belts. Why don't governments and local governments and state governments have to tighten their belts, too? We can cut spending in a lot of places in in Indiana. They just don't want to do it because they're going to make people mad.
0: Jim Lucas should totally come on our show and apologize publicly for all the awful things he said about me because I was right. I mean, I'm not even joking about that, right? If he's a man, if he's the man that he claims to be, he and his buddies, all the people who said all the awful things about me should come on. When session ends and say we're sorry, you were right. We never had a plan.
1: <laughs> Don't yeah,
0: hold
2: I your mean, I, I,
0: I think yeah, but he I should. Think, yeah. I mean, you're laughing about it, but he was horrifically awful. Jim Lucas went oh, out of his way stop to bad. You're crying. Oh, no, 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 Micah, <laughs> Micah, Micah. Nobody held a gun to he- his head and forced him to be Johnny Tough guy on social media. He should if He is a man. He should absolutely come on here and go. You were right. We didn't have a plan. We failed the people.
2: Are you telling me Jim Lucas hurt your feelings, No,
0: it's not about me, Micah. It's about that he was so adamant we had a plan, and you're a shock jock. You're doing it for ratings. How would
2: you know? But there's no plan. There's nothing. There wasn't a plan, and and honestly, maybe there was a plan. But I think even with the guys like Lucas, they don't have the power or the authority to move a plan. Like he might have had a plan. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there was a plan. But, Whoa, wait, wait, but, wait, 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 wait. What was
0: it like? The plan Nixon had to get out
2: of Vietnam?
0: Hey, hey, great. What is it? <laughs> yeah. I can't tell
2: you. Well, no, no. I think I think uh, you know Lucas is a is kind of a low man on the totem pole. Again, I, and yeah. There you because, go, Lucas. There's...
0: Jim Lucas. Yeah, say no, it out loud, like no, no, Jim that. Lucas I'm got no saying... juice and nobody likes Jim Lucas.
2: Say it again, brother.
0: Say it louder.
2: I'm not saying that to disparage him. I'm just saying that, like, you you have to be the speaker or the Senate pro tem if you want to actually move things, or you have to be a committee chair if you want to move things. And and that and unfortunately, like, some of the good guys that are fighting the battles for us aren't in places of of power. And and so you, it, they can all they can do is go to their committee chair or they can go to their the head of their caucus and say, listen, we need to move this. But ultimately, if that if go no stop does, stop back with Casey, well, go go. go, no, my God! Casey, you just go. said
1: they have no power. Well then what are they getting paid for? What are they doing there? What's the point of having them? If they can't move the needle, why are they there?
2: Because it's the rules of the legislature. And I, and so Dr. Dan Stock and I did a video a few months back on how to change the rules so that guys like Lucas would actually have the power in committee to actually move things through. But right now, it's not it's the rules of the legislature that, that keep the little guys from actually doing anything within within the state house. And so that's the problem.
1: Breaks uh, the rules. Yeah, yeah, time out time i
2: back with I love I love you
0: so much and you have changed my life so much for the better, but you are not getting away with this because whoa, whoa. guys guys like guys like Lucas are all over Facebook doing photo ops with the angry red shirted teachers saying how great it is to be seen with them. They're not not doing anything because they can't, they're not doing anything because they don't want to, because they fear that the angry red-shirted teachers if you actually do property tax reform. Come yeah, on, well, you're better I, than
2: that No, 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 I, I'm not saying you're wrong on that I'm not saying that's the issue with this one With this one thing, this issue I'm saying, I'm saying in general These guys, even if they wanted To do something with it, don't have the Power to do it. Now, when it comes to property taxes Yeah, I think a lot of them are afraid of The angry red shirt of teachers, I think that's the, I think that's absolutely what's going on Here, they don't want to touch education, I mean Look how much money we give education In the state of Indiana, anyway, 63% Of, of the of last, of our last budget went to education and we'll see what it's going to be after this one, but I can only imagine it's going to go up. 63% of our entire state budget goes to education. What more could we give the angry red-shirted teachers to to make them be our friends? Like, if, If this doesn't work, it's not going to happen. And I think that's where these legislators need to know you're not going to make friends with them. Do what's right for the people. Stop doing what's right for the teachers' union. It's the teachers' unions that are destroying, like our our education system. They're destroying our our communities because of these tax issues. So, so we've got to fight them. And, and I'm not saying you're wrong on this. I'm just saying, hey, there is. There are there's a lot of people down there that I do know that are truly. Oh, get out of here with that! (laughs) You act like they're like Jake Blues and the Blues Brothers under the bridge with
0: Carrie Fisher. It wasn't my fault. It was Lucas. Hey, when you when you run for lieutenant governor, you're going to make your announcement here, and if you if and when you do that, your your campaign slogan has to be angry red-shirted teacher
2: goes squish. I love it. That's it. It'll How fit on a know? sign. It'll cool. be perfect. My team, my team's already been talking about this. Have you been in our meetings? That's our, that's our slogan. We
0: got it. <laughs> Richard, Great branding.
2: Mike, back with we, we love you.
0: You're the best. Thank you, my friend. Hey, love you guys. Take it easy.
1: You're listening to Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. Good morning. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, former President Donald Trump. He continues to surge in polls over other Republican contenders for president in 24. This does include Ron DeSantis, but the same polling has him losing to Joe Biden, you know, in his three minute video that he released this morning.
0: Well, we were we were laughing about this earlier that DeSantis got asked about his position in the polls and he was saying the thing that is obvious. I'm not even running for president yet. Why would I care about where I am in the polls for something I'm not running for? And so polls are entertaining, and that's why we're talking about another one, because it's it's almost like the NFL draft, which is coming up Thursday. It's one of the biggest sporting events of the entire year. It's turned into this behemoth that hundreds of thousands of people participate in. And I've told you this before, Casey, I love the mock drafts where all these supposed experts throw out who they think is going to be picked where and picked by who and what the trades are going to be. And for nerds like me, it's like it's like the lead up to, you know, Christmas morning. Ultimately, though, the only thing that matters, because those guys don't actually know, is what the team is going to do on draft day. And that's what the polling is right now. It's the same thing as the mock NFL draft. It's fun for nerds to read, but it doesn't mean anything. Because the national polls don't even matter because the presidential nominating contest is a bunch of individual state Elections And the first four elections, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, are the ones that set the tone for Super Tuesday. And that's the closest thing to an actual national election. So Trump in this Wall Street Journal poll is up fifty-one thirty-eight on DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And again, that's 13%. That means if 6.5% of the people change their mind, let's just say the national poll actually mattered, all he's got to do is flip six and a half percent of the people that were for Trump to go for DeSantis. Well, when you announce, even Vivek Ramaswamy got like a two point bounce. You control the entire narrative when you announce. So if with $100 million, you'd think he could pull off, you know, three or 4% of those people. Well, now we're within the margin of error. This is stupid that people act like, oh my gosh, DeSantis so far behind.
1: He's not even running. Well, don't discount Vivek so much because many people are saying it was his conversation with Don Lemon about the Civil War that finally got Don Lemon fired. But according to this poll, DeSantis apparently has lost support with voters with four-year college degrees and also women to Trump. And that's the part that surprises me with all of the talk of horse face. You'd think more people, more women would be attracted to Ron DeSantis well, than Donald Trump.
0: Well, uh, this just did to me, is just unbelievable that um, people are this fired up about these polls. By the way, Trump is losing to Biden. DeSantis is beating Biden. Right. And that, to me, has got to be the campaign of your DeSantis. Just look at this. Do you want to win, or do you want to be right and you're losing? Choice is yours.
1: It's Kendall and Casey. It's ninety three WIBC. Good morning. That Get the sun.